We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some Didn't I Just Feed You version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone, even our last minute shoppers, mylifeinabook.com. Mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns the life stories of people you love into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your gift recipient a question via email. These can be pre-written questions that they provide, or you can customize the questions the way that I did for my mom. Your recipient can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. Mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. I'm really excited to be creating a book with my own mom this year, and I can't wait to hear some of her childhood memories, what it was really like raising three kids as a single mother, and how she's enjoyed becoming a grandmother, too. And when the book is done, you'll have a beautiful keepsake for her and for you, too. You can even choose to have an audiobook created from the recordings. It's easy to sign up, and the process is automated, so you don't have to worry about missing a week. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code D-I-J-F-Y for 10% off today. Hey, this is Megan and Stacy with another What We're Cooking and Eating Now bonus episode. In addition to our regular weekly episodes, twice a month, we give you a real-time rundown of what we're cooking for our families. In each of these episodes, we'll walk you all the way through one recipe and then list five others. All in, you get six easy weeknight dinner ideas that we've tested. We share the links for all the recipes mentioned in our free community, which you can join by going to didn'tdigestfeedyou.com backslash community. Okay, kind of set you up to be a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are we both going to comment on the same thing? Yes. That this week we don't really have recipes? Yeah, or that it's like maybe not six. Maybe it's more. Maybe there's more to it. Okay, well, let's fill people in on what we're talking about. Yes. Okay, so it's December. I want to be like, I did a dumb thing, but it's not really. Brian's gone. Brian is gone from like November... 28th to December 15th. I think he'll be home one day in between. And part of why I say I did a dumb thing is because he would have been gone for like one week and then home for a week and then gone for another week. But he got offered to do a cruise boat job, like a commercial for Royal Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And I encouraged him to go, which takes up like 10 days of the days that he's going to be gone. I think he deserves it. He's they're fun. He used to do them when we were first married and he gets to go to like Belize and he'll be working, but he does get a little bit of downtime. Like, I don't know. He's just worked so hard this year. I felt like that would be a really great way for him to end the year. So I felt really good about him going. We got like the Christmas tree up. We got the Christmas lights up. We I had like a little checklist for him where I was like, let's get these things done so the house can feel cozy while you're gone. We're d- done, done, done. And then like Literally, as soon as he left, I feel like our whole life just fell apart. I am dealing with some dental work. So I had to have like an emergency dental appointment. One of our dogs had a seizure and I had to take her to the emergency vet. We had scheduled surgery for another dog. One of the kids has been homesick. It's just been been a lot. (laughs) I can attest. Oh, and Emmett got his new. I didn't even have a chance to tell you. Emmett got his gecko that he 
bought for his birthday, she came and like got settled. And literally after I came home from the emergency vet, I was like, I should check on Ginger, the gecko. And she was on top of the cage. Like she had gotten out and was on top. I just looked out that I checked. She's tiny. She's like smaller than a pinky. So it's like a whole thing to keep track of her. Oh my gosh. And wouldn't Miles eat her if Miles saw her? Miles was like, hmm. Ginger. I think Miles is too old too, but Daisy oh. would. Daisy would in a minute. And then we'd be back at the emergency vet getting her stomach pumped for like the fourth time in her life. Uh, <laughs> Daisy which is, dog. It's beyond what I even thought would be the business of my week, which I meal planned for oh, like a uh, very uh, meal plan. <laughs> very low expectation, like very low expectations. Just thinking like, oh, Brian's going to be gone. Like the holidays, you know, I just, I want to take it easy. I want to focus my time and energy like on the kids and on Christmas shopping and like getting work wrapped up for the year. And LOL, the world is like, <laughs> here you go. But I am proud of myself because I did stick to my meal plan this week and having those like I was like laughing thinking that there was no way that meal plan ha out the window okay but it is this thing I just went with like very lowered low way low expectations I planned like shortcut inspired meals and I did this other thing I think we talked about on a listeners group episode this idea of like meal planning templates and I have like a week template that's like breakfast, pasta, tacos, and a bowl meal. And so like I planned that way. And I think that's the only reason I was able to stick to my meal plan. But I don't have recipes because it was just like, okay, we're having breakfast. I'm I'm pulling sausage out of the freezer, toasting bread, roasting sweet potato wedges, and scrambling eggs. Like there's no recipe for that. And sometimes I think that just following your meal plan is actually the quickest, easiest thing. Because even when you think oh, like I need something easier than this. The time effort that you put into coming up with the new quote unquote easier idea, the net is that it actually was harder because it feels like a lot to think. So it just kind of depends on what brand of exhausted you are. (laughs) Like if you're exhausted of making decisions and thinking too much, just sticking to the damn meal plan is actually easier sometimes. For sure. And there's even been a couple nights like where I've been like, I should just do like drive through or something. But then realistically, that's a whole other layer of work. Like, I, okay, I have to get everybody loaded in the car. I have to like actually go to the drive through, bring it all back because I'm solo parenting. It's not like, oh, I can just ask Brian to pick up takeout. It has to be like a easy is a different sort of default when it's just totally. Me. I'll share the four things. I mentioned breakfast, so I'll share the other three things if you like. But I'd kind of love to hear for you, like, what is the thing this week and why you're laughing at us promising six recipes, but really maybe no recipes. (laughs) No recipes at all. Because I'm in the same place, but for a different reason, although I don't really have specific reasons, it just feels like that December crunch. I'm also tired from Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how quickly feeling restored dissipates <laughs> like because I, <laughs> I spent it's not funny but it's funny yeah like I spent two days alone at our house out of the city to prep for Thanksgiving while the kids still had their like short week of school and then Mike brought the kids up 
on Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. I don't recall. And I had gone up on Sunday night. So I had this time and I felt so relaxed and so on top of things. And like I was able to do Thanksgiving cooking kind of like slowly. I made everything ahead and it was just really, it ended up being really easy. But I had my in-laws at the house through the weekend. So then even like making gumbo out of the leftover turkey, like I just felt like I had been standing in the kitchen and cooking, even though it wasn't like frazzled, high pressure cooking. Like I had just been doing it all week from top to bottom, like starting in Monday when I started prepping all the way through to Sunday. And so when I got back home in the city, I was like, I'm, I'm exhausted. Cause then it was like right back into, again, it's a work push. We're trying to finish out the year. I just included a second tennis group lesson in my routine, which is really exciting and fun. But I'm being, I'm starting four days a week in a row being physically active. And it's really exhausting, (laughs) especially after I'd taken a week off. So I'm just done this week. And so I also had a feeling that it was going to be like this. So I also planned sheet pan sausage and peppers ideas where I don't really need a recipe. Yes. Also, you mentioned this maybe like in one of our meetings or weird phone calls where I was driving through a (laughs) drive-thru for a lunch thing that you had like weird grocery delivery this week or you just sort of like delayed getting grocery delivery. Yeah, because I was like so wrapped up in, you know, Thanksgiving and feeding my in-laws and like having them over and spending time with them that we got back late Sunday night. And then I was like, I cannot deal with groceries. So then I didn't even deal with groceries until Monday. And like, I had basically nothing around on Monday night. And I just like, couldn't, it's just, it's just one of those weeks, you know, but you still cooked on Monday night. I did. And I love that. And I think that that speaks to the idea of like having a plan in some way and also like shopping from your pantry first. So what did you end up cooking on Monday night? I made a ton of shredded Brussels sprouts for a slaw on Thanksgiving, and there were just too many. So I saved some in a Ziploc bag with a paper towel just to try to keep them crisp and fresh. And they were still good on Monday, in my opinion. You know, the kids at first, you know, when you first open a bag of like cut cauliflower or any kind of cruciferous vegetable, it like, woo, there's that. Smells like a (laughs) car. Like, can we just like say that? It smells yeah, like a fart. Totally. But it's not a bad, not bad. Oliver was like, are you sure that's okay? I was like, trust me, it's okay. But I improvised and just did like a, a Brussels sprouts pasta. So I really believe I ended up making a reel about it. And I haven't made a reel for myself in like ages. But I really, like if you keep pasta on hand, you can keep gluten-free pasta, whatever kind of pasta works for you, rice pasta, enriched pasta, I don't care. But if you have pasta and either garlic and olive oil, and I love those Durat frozen garlics, and also like I've been seeing a trend all of a sudden on social media where people are prepping their garlic or their ginger and then freezing them in cubes, which is something like we've done, it's around, it's been around a million years. But it seems like that's something that like people are talking about right now. I know we should get our friends at Super Cubes. I say our friends, yeah. this relative, to yeah. do like tiny cute. They have the yes. small ones that they market for breast milk. But what if they made even tinier ones that were like a Durat copy? Yeah, I'm like gonna send them every, an email. 
they're not busy enough with a baby and a <laughs> business. They can do that for us, right? Okay. So, but if you have olive oil and you have garlic or you have butter, you can make a delicious pasta. And then if you have any kind of dairy cream, and it doesn't have to just be heavy cream, it can be heavy cream, it can be cream cheese, it can be sour cream, it can be creme fraiche, it can be mascarpone. So even yogurt. Like, yeah. Jenny totally. Rosenstrach has like an onion and spinach and yogurt pasta yeah. that's really good. Yeah. Totally. I've made a yogurt and buttered pine nuts mm. pasta that's really good. And pine nuts keep in the fridge. Yogurt, sour cream will keep longer. So even when it seems like you have an empty fridge, you always can have a really great pasta dish. So I just basically sauteed Brussels sprouts and shallots in oil. And then I made my butter sauce, like right on top of those cooked Brussels sprouts and shallots. Just melt even more butter, add the pasta cooking water to make it silky, to help the butter coat the pasta instead of just laying on top of it and making it greasy. And then I didn't have heavy cream or sour cream. I had some mascarpone left from Thanksgiving. Added a few spoonfuls of that, salt, pepper. There you go. Oh, and lemon juice. Finished with lemon juice and lemon zest. So it was like a lemony Brussels sprouts pasta. Yeah, it's great. It's like I love it. it's like so seasonal and feels kind of decadent with the mascarpone, but also yeah. like it was a easy literally a pantry meal. S- yeah, a pantry meal like a Hail Mary dinner. Yes. You're like pulling it out about a, a truly a back pocket dinner. We also had pasta on Monday night, which is, again, like one of my default meal planning things. And I kind of riffed on I think we have like a skillet lasagna in our recipe mm-hmm. archive I kind of riffed on that but usually you put like ricotta on top and both kids are like really not into ricotta and I think you taught me this trick of like when you're making something for kids that's like super plain like plain butter noodles or maybe you're just doing like basic pasta and sauce but you want something a little jazzier you can take like ricotta or like you're saying mascarpone and like jazz that up and mm-hmm. put it on top and so I did that for myself like I we had ricotta I put a little garlic chili crisp in it and a bunch of lemon zest and some parsley and it made it a very basic dinner feel that sounds a little so good. restorative I put it right just right on top was it otherwise a butter sauce it was otherwise canned rayos or jarred rayos. Love it. That's like so in a good. skillet with those like fresh packed raviolis. Yep. And we call it lasagna, but it's like really just pasta and sauce. And the kids got Parmesan and I did microwaved green beans. Like I bought when I did my grocery order, I bought the like already prepped, ready to go green beans. Cause I love it. That's where we're, that's where that's I where thought we would be at in general this week. And it just got much worse. Okay, so what else did you make this week? <laughs> so you had a breakfast. Your breakfast was, I liked, I just want to, before we move on, I liked the sweet potato wedges as part of your breakfast. Yeah. Sometimes when I do a breakfast for dinner, I'm like, ugh, like I don't know how to incorporate a vegetable. And then I'm like, avocado counts. And I like throw avocado on top. But I like the sweet potato wedges. Yeah, and I think that's like a little bit for me. I'm just trying to eat more vegetables in general and for totally. the kids that they can be hit or miss on sweet potatoes. So I just was like, Oh, if I do them as wedges and do like seasoned salt on them, they would be into that. And they were, they both, I mean, you know, they're kind of large and they're nice. Cause you can like start them. Like I started the sweet potato wedges and then figured out the rest of dinner, like the toast right. and pulling sausage out of the freezer. 
and scrambling eggs. Um, also, as a total aside, Emmett ate so many scrambled eggs. Like, he likes scrambled eggs in general. It's probably one of his most requested breakfasts. But I forgot how, like, if he has the time, and because we're like, it's not the rush out to the bus stop. Yep. In the evening, he was like, I scrambled him like two eggs to start. And then he ate all of his like first round of breakfast. And he was like, do you think I can get two more eggs? And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yes. And he also ate two more scrambled eggs and would have had more. But I was like, ah, I already cleaned the pan. Can we just eat up sweet potato wedges? And totally. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. So then Tuesday. So that's like Sunday we did bre- breakfast. Monday we did pasta. Also Sunday we did breakfast because I was late and like getting a grocery pickup order ready to go. And so we like ate dinner and then hopped in the car and got the grocery pickup because Brian had already left. And then Tuesday we did just like American tacos, like crispy beef tacos in the taco Mm -hmm. shell with cheese. I didn't even do like shredded lettuce or anything. I did more roasted sweet potatoes, but this time I did them, which I was surprised that the kids enjoy these uh, just because of spice level. I did a little bit of the like adobo sauce that comes in chipotles and adobo. I have a little deli of container I'm trying to use up. So I did a little bit of that and maple syrup in the last like 10 minutes of roasting. And so they were kind of like smoky, sweet, spicy. And I was surprised that the kids ate them. I don't think of the like adobo sauce as being super spicy, but it certainly has chipotles in it. Totally. Yeah. So that was kind of like a fun discovery. I was like, oh, in addition to salsa, they will also take a little bit of heat on some roasted veggies. That is satisfying. Very That's kind satisfying. of a big thing to come out of a crazy week. week where the, yeah. Yes. And then last night I did rice bowls. And instead of like making a bunch of toppings, I just did a quick like stir fry veg meatballs frozen from frozen meatballs, like bagged, not some that I made that past Megan made, but mm-hmm. like literally just store bought meatballs and um, bottled teriyaki sauce. Ella did not end up eating it. What? She's, you know, she's out, she's been homesick. She had a, she was oh, complaining right. of a sore throat. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. said it just wasn't feeling, which I was like, oh, it's kind of like soft and gentle, but she wasn't into it. So I did end up making her a smoothie after dinner with the bonus of Emmett also drank some smoothies. So I don't know. All in all was I mean, a good. It kind of sounds like your week came out great. I mean, no. <laughs> My meal plan, uh. my dinner's. Dinner Your was dinners. winning. Yeah. yeah, no, that's what I meant. I meant no, I know you're having a crappy week. <laughs> but no, it's not crappy. I don't even I'm not even in a bad mood about it. It's just hard. But okay, so besides pasta, what else? Let the lemony mascarpone pasta with Brussels sprouts. What else did you cook for your family this week? Okay, so let's see. You went through the days. We don't usually do that, but let's go through the days. So Sunday we drove back. It's a three hour drive. And the ritual is that the boys have to stop at McDonald's on the way out, like no matter what time of day that we leave. There's a McDonald's right by the house. And it's very weird because there's actually a McDonald's right by us in Brooklyn. And they never go to it here. I don't know how to explain to you. It's not the same. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, so I almost always just get French fries for myself. I don't get anything to eat because I don't really, I think of myself as not liking McDonald's. I can't get past the pink slime. Like I saw that once, like probably 20 years ago. I don't even know if it's accurate still, but it imprinted on my brain so thoroughly that the idea of eating a chicken McNugget really, and it's not because it's fast food, like take me to Burger King. I'll eat those chicken tenders up. 
I agree with you. I don't I don't think um, McDonald's has the hold on like the best drive through food anymore. I don't think the burgers are good. The nuggets are not good. The fries are mediocre to me. Like they don't even have the best fast food fries anymore. Donald's. Yeah, I I kind of agree with you. But (laughs) Isaac likes the spicy chicken sandwich, which like you can get a better chicken sandwich somewhere else. But it's like he wants the McDonald's. It's the ritual now. And I have to tell you that for the first time in literally years and years and years, I got a quarter pounder with cheese and it very much hit the spot. Okay. (laughs) I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, I think just after a week of eating like my homemade food and like Thanksgiving and I I was like, oh, this, this is just what I need right now. So I don't even know that I have clear eyes to say that like, oh, I like quarter pounders of cheese. Like I haven't had one in years. It was like the perfect moment in time. So when we got home, I wasn't very hungry. It like really made me full. And I don't even remember what I ate for dinner. I think I picked on like, made like a little hummus plate for myself. And I think the kids like ordered. I think I had a bagged salad left over that I didn't want to go bad. And I had that for myself and they like ordered Middle Eastern food or something. Then on Monday, we had the Brussels sprouts pasta. Nothing else on the side because I figured the Brussels sprouts, that's your vegetable. <laughs> yes, we agree. Yep. Tuesday, uh, she pan sausage and peppers and garlic bread. And it was like store-bought garlic bread from the freezer. Just made that and literally red onion. The market had fryer peppers, which are one of my favorites. So I did a combination of the green fryer peppers and uh, some red bell peppers. Wait, I don't know if I know what is distinct about fryer peppers. I just love the flavor of fryer peppers. They're the ones that are a little bit thinner and longer and they're like a pale, very pale, almost yellowy green. Okay. I've definitely seen those. Yeah. They're like Italian. I think people call them like Italian fryer peppers. That's how I know them. But they're really like sweet. They just have a really nice bright flavor. Um, I don't know how to describe a bell pepper flavor, but it's very distinct. A green one. It's like kind of grassy almost. The yeah. The green ones. Fryer peppers distinctly don't have that okay, I'm bell into that. pepper flavor. Okay. So, because bell peppers are actually not my favorite. But I literally just put everything on a sheet pan, tossed it with a little bit of olive oil. I had some garlic that I like mixed around in there and then garlic bread. And that was it. A spinach salad on the side. Literally, when I say spinach salad, I mean spinach cleaned from the clamshell into a bowl with some dressing. Frisbee garlic bread is also yes, totally. my energy right now. Yes. On Wednesday, we had, this is going to sound labor intensive, but just bear with me. We've been, I've been making shepherd's pie almost weekly recently. So here's the thing that my market that delivers Fresh Direct in Brooklyn they have the prepared food section mm. and they have pre-made ma- sour cream mashed potatoes. Are they good on their own? I need to know. Truly. Okay. So truly like, no, like I would never, <laughs> like I'd never like on a holiday Fair. meal. Okay. You know what I mean? But they're, they're good. They're real mashed potatoes made with butter and sour cream and they're nice and creamy and they are perfect for something like shepherd's pie. So I'll get like the frozen vegetable mix just like cut peppers, onions, and frozen peas. I'll brown the ground beef. I'll put in the 
frozen veggies. I flavor it with, get this, ketchup, which is a great, like Heinz ketchup. It's a great flavor shortcut because you get a nice, instead of like tomato paste that has no flavor, it just adds the tomato and it adds that nice sauciness. But ketchup lends that plus a nice, like some spices, some garlic flavor, some tangy from the vinegar. So ketchup and a little Worcestershire. And then like, you know, I've also sauteed some garlic. There's the onions in there. You can add garlic powder and onion powder if you want. It's very simple and easy. And then I put that all into a baking dish and cover with the pre-made mashed potatoes. I just like open the container and spread it out, sprinkle a little Parmesan on top and bake it. So shepherd's pie has become one of my like quick, easy go-to meals because of these pre-made mashed potatoes. So I know that's not available to everybody, but if it is, I think you should try it. It's a really nice, warming, cozy winter meal. Also, people are really, I haven't tried it yet, but people are really into using their any day microwave containers. And surely you could do this in any microwave container to make mashed potatoes like in a shortcut way. Also, I'm not above instant mashed potatoes. I know people feel like that's weird, but we use them a lot for food styling in the past. And they're like scientifically designed to be highly satisfying, super smooth. And you just like reconstitute them for water, especially like you said, it's not a holiday meal. It's like a quick weeknight dinner. Why not take that shortcut, flavor them with like some cheese and herbs and like just worry about making the meat and veggie skillet part taste good. I mean, I'm glad you mentioned it because even making shortcut mashed potatoes in the microwave, that feels like too much for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like fair. the whole yeah. thing about the shepherd's pie, not, not in general, but like if I had to make the meat mixture and the mashed potatoes, even shortcut method, I think that that wouldn't have made it onto my meal plan for this week. Yeah. That'd be for a week when I have even a little bit more bandwidth, but I think getting them pre-made or boxed is really smart. Something you said made me think too that like, I think now you can get like pre-made mashed potatoes in like the breakfast part of the cold cases, like where you might find the like simply potatoes hash browns where it's like they're fresh packed. I think you can get mashed potatoes from that brand or another brand too. If you don't have like the fresh market yeah, access that you have or fresh direct. And I think using hash browns is another great shortcut. It's a version of shepherd's pie. It's not the same, but topping it, it's just a casserole. It's a ground beef casserole is what it is. Just top the ground beef with tots. Exactly. Or hash browns and like call it a day. You have potato, you have veg, you have meat. It's very cozy. It's very warming and it's very quick and easy. Let's make that our goal. Like everybody, we're going to encourage you. The name of the game into December, the rest of December is like, Make it easy, like Stacey's book. Make but it really easy. even easier. What shortcuts can you take? What mental load can you take off? I'm going to be honest with you. I think we might, for the next three weeks while Brian's gone, be doing breakfast, pasta, tacos, bowl. I love it. And then eating up leftovers and doing takeout the rest of the time. Like we are autopiloting the rest of the year. And you know what's so funny? I feel like when we have these moments, I talked about this with a friend of mine recently. When you feel like you're quote unquote failing most or you're feeling the highest amount of guilt around dinner is very often when the kids are the happiest (laughs) because they're like, yeah, these are the meals we want. (laughs) 
Literally, the only thing Ella turned her nose up at was the meatball dinner. And I think she didn't like the meatballs, to be quite honest with you. And like everything else that she's sometimes mid on, she was like, yes, I will eat this. I will eat breakfast. I will eat tacos. Yeah, they are psyched. They want this simple stuff. They do. They do. And then, you know, to know that like at towards the end of the year, we're gonna have like Christmas dinner and like Splon family Christmas lunch and special New Year's. Like there's there's time for the magic. Make room for the ease before it. Totally. Totally. Are you gonna make latkes this year? I remember I on last year's episode. Did I, say it was going <laughs> I feel like we always pose challenges to me around baking. I still have to make rough puff. Shh. Listen Shh. to our episode with Erin McDowell. <laughs> you <laughs> wanna know what we're talking about. But how about you making latkes? Okay. I would love to. You don't have to if it feels too stressful. I love them. I've made them in the past. I can't. I'm now. I'm gonna go back and listen to that episode and see why. I think maybe it's like the method I need to try. I'm gonna. I'll go. Lots of onion and white pepper. Those okay. are the key. I'm on. All it. right. Just not this week. Not next Just week. Definitely not this week or next week. <laughs> you guys, this bi-monthly series is thanks in part to the generous support of our "Didn't I Just Feed You" supporting members. So a huge shout out to all of them. We love you guys. You can find out more about becoming a supporting member at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. And also don't forget to sign up for our free community that exists too. All you need to do is share your email with us and you can get in there and be on the message boards with us. We love it there. Hope to see you there too. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Getzik. Thanks for listening. Stay sane and well-fed until next time. 